So kind of you to join Matt Steele. I haven't even sat down. Uh, yeah, but we're recording, darling. Hold on, I want to see what this sounds like. Hello. Like, it's not going to sound great or interesting. Did it, <laughs> Just, it, it didn't sound interesting? I mean, it sounded like fine. But, but did you hear me, like, come to roll up to the mic in my chair? Sure. Did it get louder? Sure, but I'm not sure, like... You know what we call that in movie land? What is that? A sound effect. I don't know if we count that as a sound effect truly here, but I'm glad you're able to join since I texted you 10, 20 minutes ago. Now. It was like not even 10 minutes ago. And it, it felt like a while and I was I didn't sitting get the here. Text How did you not get it? I was on Twitter looking up. <laughs> Big brother shit. Yeah. I, of course you were. The house is all playing fuck, Mary kill right now. Oh, what, a, what an important time to, to be on Twitter. Out, I have to find out who everyone in the house would fuck, Mary or kill. Our Sundays are, I mean, it's going to be less swamped next Sunday because Mary to Madison's finale was tonight, but with Potomac and Big Brother on. It's an important night in the Palmer Steel household Sunday well, night. I'll, I'm going to be on set next Sunday. So. Oh, great. So you won't be around. Nope. Wonderful. So I'll watch Potomac. Okay. Great. And I guess we'll just delete Big Brother off the television. Wow. We don't need to Actually, watch that I at pay all. For, I pay for Paramount Plus. Oh, so you we do are now. I need, to, I need to unpay for mine. Okay. Oh, and can you t- give me the password to yours so I can watch my iPad? Yeah, sure. Thank you. That's so nice. Guys, this is friendship. This is it. <laughs> Welcome back to another TK Matt's podcast. It's Matt Steele. It's Matt Palmer. We are here for another week. Another TK week. Matt's household. I'm hoping news is a little heavier this week because it I was mean, pretty light last week. I mean, heavier is strong. We can. We're going to talk a lot about Miss Spears. Oh yes. And we're going to talk about the Emmys, which were nominated. Oh yeah. Since we last sat down here. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, that's some stuff. Our two favorite topics: exactly. award shows and Britney Spears Instagram posts. Oh, I mean, there was a court hearing. There was. I mean, we shouldn't get into it now. Matt Steele. Yes. How are you? I'm doing very well. Yeah, how was your week? I had a, well, okay, I am going to be shooting a role in a short film, like, next week, okay. like, the end of next week, so uh, for the past two weeks, I haven't been doing anything, Okay, besides, like, going to work and, right. like, being here, just because I don't want to see people if I can uh, afford not to, just because I, you know, even though I'm vaccinated fully yeah. and everything, um... You know, if I get a positive COVID test, I know I am. I can't shoot this role, yeah, and I'm screwed out of a lot of money. So, <laughs> uh, so I don't want to do that. What would even happen? Would they just have to find another person to do it? I don't know. I would assume so. Mm. I mean, I, I, I really don't know. That's I don't know crazy. what the budget for that is like looking like. Yeah. Um. So I'm just sort of trying to play it safe, and and it just like really sucks that I. I don't know. I'm I as an actor, I hope to be working often. Of course, but working often also means oh, I have to quarantine myself I for mean, two weeks before every job. Yes, still while this pandemic is going. Right. So please, everyone, if you're not vaccinated, please <laughs> vaccinate yourself because yeah, because you know, hey, I can't help it. I'm talented. I'm going to be working often. Oh, I mean, truly, I, who would have known last year? That well, maybe, well, two years ago <laughs> that you'd be in this position. That a we'd have to be quarantining before you got on set, and b that you'd be invited to be on a set. I know. Look it's at me great. All these sets. Yeah. Summer twenty twenty one. Watch the fall be real bleak. No, come what? on. You can never live in the positivity. I feel like I'm like you're on a hot streak. Everything's great. You're like it'll never happen again. Guys, this is the end. Positively. Yeah. No. So and it's very funny. You know, watching Big Brother, and I started a new season of Survivor. So I'm oh. like now watching those. 
shows, you know. Wow. Okay. And it's, and it's all very exciting. That's I love that. pretty much my life. Hey, for that the counts. Week. So, I love it. How about you, Matt Palmer? My week was also good. Uh, this weekend, our friend Joe came over, and me and Jackson and Joe had like the lightest game night you'd ever heard. Mm. And we played uh, Mario Party, in which Jackson won, which was upsetting to me because I'm very good at Mario Party. Oh, apparently uh, not. I just lost this one time, but it's fine. But just then we the played time. Monopoly uh, on Switch. There's like a 3D Monopoly version. And I'm not as good at that as Jackson is. But I won Monopoly. Wow. Yes. So what you're saying is Joe is the flop out, not- of, out of the three of you. <laughs> I'm he- saying he did not win last night. He was very upset at Monopoly because, okay, what would you have done? I wouldn't have played. All right. But okay. Just hypothetically, (laughs) if you're you're in a game and someone is playing a video game with you and there's a part of Monopoly where you're like, oh, we're trying to make a deal. I'm going to pay you this amount of money to get this card or whatever. Mm. Someone has entered what they think is like, oh, I want this amount of money for you from you for this card. Uh, but they have not added the additional money. So essentially, I I put in, I will pay you $100 mm-hmm. to get this card from you. Okay. They want to put in, they want me to pay $200 to get this card from you, but they press the wrong button mm-hmm. and it gets pushed back to me with my old thing. It's like, do you agree to pay $100 for the card? Because they push the wrong button. They should have pushed the like, oh, add that 200 to the pot and they uh, didn't. So it was on me. Okay. What would you have done in that situation? I did not understand. You the story understood. At all. Yes, you did. No, Matt I didn't. Steele. I didn't. Someone has yes. meant to want $200 from me instead of 100 it Someone is has meant to want to. Okay. Yes. Someone is charging you $200. They wanted to charge they me 200. To charge I only wanted to pay 100 Yes. So then they're like, I'm going to charge you 200 Let me press this button to charge you 200 And it accidentally only it charged actually you 100 only charged 100 yes. And it's my, up to me to decide to accept that and say, yeah, I agree to what you've just said, 100 uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or should I go back and forth, let them put the 200 in? What I, would you have done? I would have let them put the 200 in. Well. We play differently. Wow. <laughs> wow. So- that is so fucking rude. That is so fucking Look, rude. It was not Joe's first time playing. We have played online but before. His, maybe his finger slipped. Well. Okay. Well. <laughs> I mean, you, you know what? Sometimes you're playing a game and you got to win the game. Wow. And it wasn't like it was the end of the game and it was like the last thing that ever happened. But, you know, he I think that moment was upsetting for him. And so, you so know. So essentially you won the game because you cheated. Cheat is not wrong. That's not right. Because, because you were an asshole. No, well, fine. Asshole, fine. <laughs> I just, what I played the game correctly. Uh-huh. I did not make the computer do something it didn't want to do. A mistake was made, not by me, and the game Proceed it. So that's mm. what I'm going to say <laughs> about that. The, I would have had Jackson vote as to what the right thing to do would be. It, and Jackson <laughs> would take the moral high ground. Look, it was not a group think situation. It was up to me. Mm. I made my choice and we moved on. <laughs> <laughs> so there was no going back after No, there's choice. not going back. No, the, the, the trade was made. This is why I don't play games. Well, I love a game. Mostly this, with people but- like you. <laughs> play with yeah okay i am i have emotions and i try to win i'm sorry for wanting to win in the game that's the part of it it's a competition Mm. it's not a huggy you know everybody hugs at the end I guess you're not here to make friends. I'm exactly. I would yes. be that person in Big Brother. Not here to make. friends. I mean, friends. I would be that person in Big Brother too. But also, I would be fighting for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Hey, and I was fighting for pride, okay. worth just as much, darling. Not quite. All right, all right. Should we jump into the news? I guess we can jump into the news. Okay, so we'll see what's going on. Do you want to start with Brittany? Or do you want to start with the Emmys? 
Oh, uh, I, I imagine a lot of our viewers want to hear our thoughts on Britney. Let's just All get right. Britney out of the way. So Britney Spears uh, went had another um, hearing mm-hmm. uh, with the courts this past week and was granted the lawyer of her choice and wants to charge her father with conservatorship abuse. There's a lot that was being said. Uh, and this was not uh, an open court hearing, so you couldn't like log in on Zoom like you could for the last one. So you're just getting the quotes from the stories as they've come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here to, she says, quote, I'm here to get rid of my dad and charge him with conservatorship abuse. This conservatorship has allowed my dad to ruin my life. If that's not abuse, I don't know what is. Uh, she told the court that every part of her life has been controlled down to her diet and that she worked 70 hours a week. The goal is was to make me feel crazy, and I am not. Uh, the judge also granted Britney's request to hire former federal prosecutor Matthew Rosengart as her lawyer of choice, who is already asking the father to voluntarily step down. We will be moving promptly and aggressively for Jamie Spears' removal. The question remains, why is he involved? He should step down voluntarily because that's in the best interest of the conservatee, a.k.a. his fucking daughter. <laughs> um, and then, basically, she... This all happens, and she's been posting on Instagram ever since. Yes, she has. She has. She has. I like promptly and aggressively. And uh, that's the I thing like is her own lawyer that she picks. That she picks, and yes. it's no longer that guy that's been seemingly in cahoots with Jamie and the conservatorship ever since the beginning. I'm glad we're getting Mr. Rosengart. Who is that? His name? Whatever. Matthew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I hope for good things. I, it just feels like because after the first hearing, it was very much like, oh, now we all know how Britney feels. But it was like, but are any we in motion and now it feels like there are some wheels in motion promptly and aggressively hey. in motion. and Brittany agreed I think after that hearing she like posted a video of herself on a horse yep she uh, posted promptly and aggressively <laughs> as well <laughs> she talked about how she finally gets some real counsel who's really there for me and like how she's excited to move forward etc cetera, etc cetera. She then posted in the coming days several other tweets, one that was alluding to uh, Jamie Lynn Spears and the one that called her out directly. So there was one that was essentially like, um, I mean, the middle one was basically like, how dare you at this point, these people who are so close to me speak righteously about like how, what they believe in, like the, that I, sh- the part of the movement from a righteous point of view when I was actually in it, they did nothing. And everyone was like, Jamie Lynn. <laughs> and then she had another post about like, if you don't like my dancing videos, which she hadn't even posted that recently, you can like step on Legos and like go fuck yourself essentially. Yeah. And, uh. Also, I am not getting on stages again. And, you know, when my dad controls everything about my job, I'm certainly not doing that. So this is what you're getting. And also kind of, you know, apropos of nothing, she's like, I fucking hated when my sister performed remixes of my song at an award show. Yeah. You're supposed to be with my family. And it's like, oh, so the Jamie Lynn hate is real. Because at We're first going back to Jamie Lynn. Yes. You're wondering like, oh, are the fans just drumming this up? Are mm-hmm. they like putting all this blame on Jamie Lynn that's misdirected? Of course, we're all mad at Jamie and like maybe Lynn a little bit the mom. But like the Jamie Lynn of it all was not really confirmed to me until until these it posts. Was. Yeah, and yeah. there was also a thing about fairy tales. <laughs> the- yes, that the fairy tales also played a big role and she was going to keep reading them and like if you if you're a woman out there thinking I'm an idiot for reading fairy tales, mm-hmm. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Actually, I'm going to go read a fairy tale right now." Hey. It's like what a threat. I mean, were people getting mad at her for reading fairy tales? I'm sure there are people who are like making fun of it. I but, guess, but which like, is just like let her like her fairy tale. I, I just feel like the maybe it's just this is all happening in her Instagram comments and I'm not there as closely, but I feel like mm. similarly to when she would do those like everyone's been asking me, like, what kind of scrunchies I use for my hair in those videos that were clearly fake and set up. But it's like 
I don't know if this is what the people are saying. <laughs> like, I don't know that that's like the consensus of the world. Yeah. That like ugh, the fairy tales. Can we talk about it? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure at this point she's seen and heard every single comment yeah, that's that you true. could possibly imagine that are just that's just like so off the wall and bonkers. I'm sure something about fairy tales was pop plopped I, in there by some asshole. I, I'm sure that's true. And you know what? That asshole got his, you know, got got read. By Miss Spears. Yes. In several posts. So yes. I'm glad things are moving. I feel like, and I also like that Matthew Rosengard is very much like, we'd also like to investigate how this got put into place in the first place. Because mm. in 2008, even if she was having a mental break, becoming a conservatee doesn't seem like the right path forward. So let's go back to that. Oh, and let's like, go back. Yes. Go through the files. I know. Let's like, see who did what. I stand him with his one T in Matthew. Different than me. Uh, I know. It's weird. That's hard. It's, it's hard. <laughs> hard. It is hard. It is hard. That's hard to see. But you know what? I bet he's great at his job. Hey, you he's know missing what? that other T. He Look, wishes he had it. Listen, when you are freeing Britney Spears single handedly, you can put as many T's in Matthew I as know. you want. If you want five T's in there, put we'd them all support in there. it. We'd support it. Um, all right. So the next thing up is uh, the Emmys. The they Emmys. Were, they were nominated. Matt Palmer. <laughs> yes. You owe me an apology. Why do I? Need and an you apology? owe everyone listening an apology. Oh God. Okay. Because a couple weeks ago. Okay. I we were talking about Zoe's whatever playlist. Extraordinary and, playlist. Extraordinary yeah. playlist. Yeah. And I said, Does Bernadette Peters stand a oh chance of being gosh. nominated? Really? For this guest actress in a comedy. This series. is really like the hill you're gonna die on today. And you were like. <laughs> You scoffed at the idea. I mean... And guess what? Oh I God. woke up Tuesday morning. <laughs> you don't have to say Tuesday like that. <laughs> she, I, listen, I have my BFA in drama, okay? I, Clearly. I got A's in my voice and speech class. Okay. I know how to use my liquid use. Okay. Tuesday, I <laughs> awoke. Uh-huh. And I see everyone on Twitter yeah. talking about Bernadette Peters, who is the oldest actress nominee of this year at the, Emmys, right. at the age of uh, 73. All right. Um, and she was nominated for guest actress in a comedy. All series. right. Well, you got me there. I don't know what to tell you. Like, great. That's great. It is great. That's great. I'm just saying, I knew it was happening. I watch zero TV, guys. <laughs> I watch Big Brother, The Handmaid's Tale, and clips of Bernadette Peters in Zoe's infinite playlist. Extraordinary, Extraordinary playlist. playlist. There's some movie about a, an there infinite is. playlist. That's a different Michael thing. Michael Sarah or yes, something? Yes, okay. that seems right. This playlist is extraordinary, <laughs> yes. but not infinite, no. as we can tell, because it was canceled, right? That is too soon. I okay. like that show. Okay. Please don't make jokes at its expense. Listen, it was a harmless joke. I'm hurt by it. Well, so you, know, you caused harm to me. Listen, not as much harm as you caused last night oh at the Monopoly fight. Ah! <laughs> I miss when you didn't understand. <laughs> um, so, and I was just like, she's so funny and adorable in this. She's going to get a nomination. Boom. Matt okay. Steele. Well, all right. The Bo- next Miss Cleo. All right. Well, anyways, in other shows that were nominated that Matt Steele or I care about or like, Handmaid's Tale, oh. outstanding drama series. All those supporting actresses did what they needed to do. Oh, I, th- I guess they we got all get got nominated. Uh, everyone in Handmaid's Tale got nominated. Pretty much like anyone who was like up in the running for uh, supporting actress. Uh, like I'm, all four of them. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for them. I'm so glad I made a story who got its nominations. Because what was mm. it? The Golden Globes that like snubbed it? It did. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck Huffpa. Every week, the title of that should be <laughs> Fuck Huffpa. Um, but I'm also happy that Hacks. We haven't finished yet, but it's great so far. Ted Lasso. I'm excited about. And you know what? Not to shade. We love everyone involved in the making of it. I might know some people involved, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I'm in Paris. <laughs> I mean, I have not seen it. I've seen it. Okay. So I cannot comment. I will not comment. Okay. But I, I've seen it, is what I'll say. Uh, and Elizabeth Moss was nominated. MJ Rodriguez, oh. mm. first trans actress of all time very to be cool. nominated for an Emmy. Very cool. I still haven't finished the final season of Pose, but I'm very excited about it. And I'm nervous about the ending because I feel like something sad's going to happen. I can find out what happens for you. No, uh, no, please don't. And the thing is, I, know, I, I might soon have a connection. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But I mean, I... It's already kind of leading that way. We're like halfway through the end of the of the final season. I know where it's going. I'm I just I'm not okay. emotionally prepared for it. Okay, so. we'll get emotionally prepared. I guess. Sterling K. Brown, we love that. This is us. What about Mandy. Ugh, I don't think Mandy got one this year, which is fucking horseshit. But oh my god, they they are all over the Handmaid's Tale. Jeez, it's oh, all yeah. Handmaid's oh. Tale and the Crown, and one for Lovecraft Country, which is so funny because Lovecraft Country got a bunch of nominations and they canceled that show too. Mm, interesting. Well, all right. But yeah. Yeah. No. The acting this season in Handmaid's Tale was like amazing. So I was like, glad they're all nominated. And all right. So I guess the the actress category that I feel like everyone is talking about is Outstanding Lead Actress in a Limited Series, which is Michaela Cole for I May Destroy You, Cynthia Revo for Genius Aretha, Elizabeth Olsen for WandaVision, Anya Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit, and Kate Winslet for Mayor of Easttown. So yeah. wonder who's going to win that. I mean, this is a big old battle. I mean, I hope I've my- seen none of them. I but mean, no, I did watch the pilot of Queen's Gambit with my friend. Oh, how was that? Oh, it was really fun. Oh, nice. I didn't watch the rest of it, but <laughs> I, I would have like can, watched another, another episode if I didn't have to go home right. immediately after. Um, I mean, again, I've only watched this performance, but I mean, Michaela Cole is just heartbreaking. What an incredible show, incredible performance. It's going to be hard to beat Kate, though. Doesn't like, Kate have enough? Uh, Kate has a lot. Kate has a lot. But, but Kate's show is also like the most recent. It is out, recent. It is recent. So it's kind of the freshest in people's minds. And, you know, a lot of times oh. people <laughs> like vote on that. And I hear she's incredible, too. So I assume Jason Sudeikis will win for Outstanding Lead Actor. But you never know in yeah. a comedy series. Um, the Emmys do tend to get a little funky with their winners. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Uh, outstanding Competition Program. Uh, re- oh, interesting that uh, Survivor's not on it. I would oh, think that was one of the nominees, but no, it's Amazing Race, nailed it. A RuPaul's Drag Race, Top Chef, The Voice. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else to note here, but <laughs> Gene Smart is great in Hacks. You I do have, like Hacks. I like Hacks. I have not finished it yet, but I do like it so far. I feel like I'm on episode. I feel like Gene Smart has a comeback. I told you this. I feel like she has a comeback like once every like seven or eight years. <laughs> like she always like resurges well, and like gets her powers back and everyone's reminded, oh yes, we fucking adore Gene Smart. In fairness, Smart. I don't think I've ever watched her in anything else. That's crazy. That's crazy that you have not seen Designing Women. No. Because it takes place in your home I state. I know. It's true. The Georgia. The Georgia. Georgia Beach. You need to watch Designing Women and Golden Girls. Okay, they're, they're, they they complement each other so All well. Right. They, so. And they were on at the same time. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, ish. I would okay. Say. All right. Well, Emmys are coming up. Excited about that. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is going on in the world. Oh yeah, more. I said another Britney thing. Let me see here. Uh, did you see that Caitlyn Jenner is putting her gubernatorial campaign on pause to film Celebrity Big Brother in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> I did not yeah. see that. Yeah. That is a An joke. Absolute embarrassment. Like, girl, just drop out. Uh, oh, my God. I, I saw her on The View. Uh, she, like, made an appearance on The View a couple weeks ago. And yeah. it was just mortifyingly embarrassing. It's like, just like, like, you are not cut out for this in the slightest. You know nothing. Why, you know nothing. Why must you do this to us? You know nothing. And it's like, you know, I'm hard-pressed to ever feel bad for Kim Kardashian. But... Her husband at the time tried to run for president, and now her dad is trying to run for governor. And it's like, Caitlin, please. Come on. 
No, no, no. She goes by dad. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's her choice, but yes. All right. <laughs> All right, dad. Dad. Uh, and yeah, it's just like, please, please. I mean, I'm, well, now, now she's not. The thing is, <laughs> she's still. But she is, has to go on Celebrity Big Brother in Australia, right? And they like, locked down again. And yeah. it's like, really, all we're gonna t- like, we're gonna open up the border just for Caitlyn fucking Jenner. I mean, I, people will watch that. I'm, I mean, so but I, it's I'm just sure the train get, wreck of it all. I'm sure the ratings will be really good for the show. But <sighs> you know what? Australia's taking one for the team. They're getting Caitlyn Jenner to stop the damn campaign and to just film a couple weeks in this Big Brother house. If she had completely dropped out, I'd be happy about this. But the pause of it all, it's like, don't do this. Just drop out. Just drop out. I mean, the pause just makes it all the more embarrassing. So, like, go for it. Give it a pause. Are they doing American Celebrity Big Brother again? No, probably not. They were two very fun seasons. Oh, I didn't Um, realize there was a second. Oh, yeah. So that's the one Tamar Braxton. Oh, who won the first one? Uh, Marissa Jarrett Winoka. Oh, yes. Devo's co-star. Devo's co-star, yes. darling. Um, okay. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you've watched our YouTube channel this week, uh, you might have seen our review slash reaction to Normani's Wild Side. And I just have to say... I stand by everything I said in that video. Okay. <laughs> that video is excellent. Yeah. That music video is excellent. I actually know a guy who worked in the um, artistic production of it. Really? Yeah, who, like, helped, like, he, like, does the sets for, like, music videos wow. and stuff like that. And he worked on it, and he, like, posted it on Facebook today. Like, I'm so proud of our work and everything. Good. And I, and I was just like, oh, the video looked so the good. The video's outstanding. It felt like such a, like, late 90s, like, throwback with exactly. the setups and everything. Exactly. And how it wasn't, like, super, like, special effect heavy, except for the fact that she's like dancing with herself obviously that right you know can't really use practical effects for that but uh it, it just it's just like here's the setup it looks really cool right and it fucking did because she's dancing the so dancing well dancing is just wild like the outfits just worked so perfectly yes. with it yeah visually and it's great it's already up to 9.6 million views after three days all right normani uh, normani she's doing it i just and i i keep saying this and i don't mean to be the negative nancy in the room because you see on twitter all the praise all the praise all of it very deserved I need the songs to be a little better. Okay. The song is not bad. No. It's serviceable. Yes. It works. She, You know, she sounds good, but it's just, I want the songs to be on the same level as the videos mm-hmm. are, you know. Motivation was also good. I just, I want, I want a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe that's the next one. Maybe she'll launch the album with a breakthrough single. But again, I don't dislike the song and I obviously want the best for her no. because if there's anyone yelling about wanting more black pop stars, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what I want in life. Especially ones who dance really oh, well. It's just like, please, like yeah. this is not, this doesn't happen often in mm. the 2021 of it all. Mm. So please, Normani has to be it. Normani, let's go. Yes. What's How many tracks are on the album? I hope a lot. It's been so long. Yeah. Um, did you see that Eddie Murphy's son and Martin Lawrence's daughter are dating? No. <laughs> There's no story except that. Cute. <laughs> it's just cute. I hope they have a great time. You know. Ooh, wait, oh, he's kind of cute. Yes. Oh, head over him. heels in love. Eric, 32, says he's head over heels in love with Jasmine, 25. Um, they were in the movies Boomerang and Life Together, their fathers. And, you know, it's cute. I love love. We love love here at Two Game yeah. Mats. Uh, and I love that they're bringing back cribs to mtv yeah can you believe it's who's on the first episode it's like tanache yeah tanache who else was it um mom, 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 mom. oh i don't see the people here on this thing 
But uh, I think it. I, I know Tanache is involved. I just think it's cool that they're going to be playing something that's not like ridiculousness or whatever they play for twenty four hours a day on MTV. These I days. truly have no idea what gets played on MTV, which is so funny because like we grew up. It's like I'm rewatching right now MTV's Real World San Francisco, which I have never seen. And by the way, like I know I'm literally thirty years too late, but Pedro, mm. Pedro and Sean, love story of the. Of Forever, like forever. I just right, is well, like move over Martin Lawrence and I, uh, and <laughs> Eddie Murphy's kids. No, it's Pedro it's and Pedro Sean. and Sean. And the fact that I mean, I'm literally talking about T from 35 years ago. But whatever. <laughs> the fact that Pedro died so quickly after that season. And if you don't, if you're young and don't know what this is, Pedro was uh, an HIV positive real world, uh, real worlder, real world roommate, and um. He basically was brought on at the height of the AIDS epidemic because they want and he just was the face for AIDS and for that time and became such a huge celebrity like his surviving husband, Sean, like went to the White House Mm -hmm. with Bill Clinton. Like the whole world was watching Real World, which is insane to think about the show that's now on Facebook Watch, if still on, was clearly such a touchstone for people back in the early 90s. But it really was. And seeing Pedro and Sean and how in love they are and like how evil Puck is in relation to Pedro. It's just like if you want a time capsule of like how I assume things were for gay people at the time, it is a beautiful season and it's so much on his shoulders. Cause it's like, he's living with AIDS and the disease it's like getting worse and he has scares, but it, he, his job before going on the show was going to speak to people about his diagnosis mm-hmm. and to speak about HIV and AIDS. And so you see him. So there's no one who's better fit to, you know, be the mouthpiece for this, you know, movement and what was happening in the world than Pedro and Sean, who also did the same thing. And they met like in some sort of situation like that. Uh, it's just lovely. And I don't even know how I got here, but if they brought we ship them, if they brought great shows like that back to MTV, then I would watch again because it just yeah. it just was it was my childhood. I can't imagine MTV is anything more than just reruns of just the challenge over and that, over again. It's the challenge and then Ridiculousness, which I think is like a very late stage spinoff of Jackass. Like it's like people watching wow. people like skate downstairs and fall. Okay. I think it's that's what Ridiculousness is. I, were you into Jackass? No. <laughs> God. I, even as a child, I was like, I have to look at myself in the mirror tomorrow. <laughs> I watched it and no. I was like, oh, they're idiots. People stapling their scrotums like no yeah, uh, uh, Piercing their butt cheeks together Like this is ridiculous I can't believe you watched it <laughs> I watched it Yeah I mean no. It's sort of When you're young You just kind of like Have your channel And you kind of like Just watch everything That's on it, it Like you know in Nickelodeon You would just have it playing I, And everything Unless like Nick News When that came on I was like oh time for dinner Oh I liked Nick News <laughs> Oh girl <laughs> With Linda Ellerby yes. You know if Nick News Was on now I'd probably be really into yes. it But like at the time I was like I don't get it <laughs> <laughs> I, I look. You're not gonna say any any more channel was more my channel than MTV. And every time Jack, I honestly kind of think of Jackass as the beginning of the end. Oh, I'm really? like, Interesting. I fucking hate this, and wow. it's so imbe- like. Even as a kid, I just held myself up to a certain standard of excellence as far mm. as like the content I would consume. Because you know, I I was getting the Mariah Careys of the world, the Janet Jacksons, the Madonnas. I'm not getting Steve O. <laughs> no, the the I couldn't do it. But I would say. Uh, uh, the ending of MTV for me was just me going to college and me being like, oh, I realized that none of this matters. 
Like I used to watch the real world and be like invested and like watch the I challenges and be like, I am invested. I mean, people still love the challenge. Oh, the, uh, well, apparently the, cha- the challenge is a whole different beast I now. Think it it's is like too. a whole skill set that yeah. just sounds crazy and horrifying. It sounds intense. And, and really intense and really scary. They like live in bunkers now and it just seems miserable. I kind of want to see the um challenge with the old like those challenge OG they put on Paramount Plus. <gasps> is the OG like cha- are the, like the OG challenges on it? Oh. No, no, no. I don't know. I think they all are, but definitely like they had a reunion of like people from old real worlds and oh, put them in wow. a challenge like now. <gasps> I know. Oh my god! I know. That's so. You cool. should look that up. I saw something with like Anissa. I was yes. scrolling through my Twitter I and like Anissa from Real World I Chicago. Think she's on it because I sc- maybe that's what I was looking at because I scrolled through Twitter and I saw MTV posted something about like a challenge or whatever. And I looked at the picture and I was like, "Is that Anissa?" Anissa. Oh my god! How old are they? All <laughs> I know they're a million, just like us. Um, but speaking of someone younger, half of Chloe and Hallie, Miss Hallie Bailey, has posted that they have wrapped. On uh, the live action Little Mermaid She has a very sweet post up on her Instagram After auditioning for this film when I was 18 Just about to turn 19 To now finishing this film through a pandemic When I turned 21 We finally have made it I am excited Jacob Tremblay who she's so proud of Is called out Melissa McCarthy, Aquafina, David Diggs um, People whose names I don't know Jonah someone Hauer King we love that all right uh, but they're all masters of their their craft and I can't wait to see it I will be seeing it as soon as it's available to be seen and now I think Hallie can go back to that house with the tennis course where Chloe has been hanging out you know this whole time <laughs> Chloe's been so lonely she's I know like, my sister but she's been posting sexy videos on Instagram that like make people mad for some reason why I don't know I guess because she first became famous when she was young and now uh. she's like in her 20s and they're like like, how dare you how dare a woman? you become a woman how dare you continue to grow up like okay it's well. just like people please let her it's literally the same people that get mad at Lil Nas X for like continuing to be gay and it's like well I don't I don't know what you expected from them like yeah. that's how it works so yeah well I'm excited I'm excited to see how they do it how to how it looks and everything yeah. um yeah I'm excited I mean it's Little Mermaid it's a classic it's- I wonder how long it's gonna take I want to see it now I mean, she spent years filming it. So, <laughs> like, she spent a whole year just announcing that she's going to play Ariel. So, and yeah. they apparently they're done editing Scream Five too. So, oh shit! I know. Wow. So Scream Four was the best movie of all time. Oh, as we all talked. Okay. Okay. Emma Roberts. I mean, yes, I enjoyed that movie when I saw it back in 2012. Deserved. I don't remember what happened, but Deserved. like, it was fun. I An remember. Academy Award nomination. Okay. Okay. I mean. Uh, I have to look back and see what year that was, see who was nominated and right. see where she would fit in that category. I think but, she'd uh, fit as the, the winner. And then the, <laughs> the last story, which is mostly just, I think it's funny. Uh, Cardi B has come out on Twitter against white twinks. Mm. <laughs> so I'm not, I assume this was a response from truly Nicki Minaj fans who were mad at Normani for featuring Cardi B on Wild Side. So okay. it was announced that Cardi B was going to be featured on the new Normani single. And um <laughs> and the white twink Nicki stands. White twink Nicki stands, which she's not saying Nicki stands, but this is what I'm imagining. I mean, I I hear white twink and I just think, you think Barb. <laughs> of course. You know, don't we all? Remember that? When we all saw that video of Tyler Oakley doing um Itty bitty piggy back in the day, I believe. Okay, <laughs> uh, well, he was the original. He was the OG. He, he's the poster child. He's the real world OG for, for white twinks. <laughs> for white twinks. Uh, he looks great now, though. Have you seen him? Lately? Oh yeah. Of oh my god. Okay. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, to quote, he's not Card- a twink anymore. No, no, no. Again, he had to grow 
up. Like uh, Chloe Bailey. Um, Cardi B says on Twitter, white twinks on this app are weird. You don't dictate people's action. Mm. Mm. Hey, I mean, I I hear nothing incorrect about about that statement. I mean, I think a lot of people on Twitter are weird, but like, you know, white twinks can fit into that category as well. And then I, there was a big debate over whether or not twink was a slur. And it's like, guys, that's embarrassing. (laughs) Like, why are we debating I know it is like that was really embarrassing I I saw that so quickly that I was like oh I can't involve myself in this oh it's hilarious what's wrong with people because there are just people who just decided uh, because they want to be mad at Cardi just like like, how dare she say twink people just want to be oppressed so badly it's like there are even slurs for gays that you could say are slurs oh there are a million words I can use to describe myself (laughs) that I would uh, offend myself with right and twink Twink is is not not one one. of them twink is not one like hop in and be like Cardi B can you please at least like settle this for us like can you be a twink and Harry at the same time <laughs> that- because if if Cardi B is going to be the the spokesperson on uh, right. what white twinks are like yes can she like decide that for us because there's a lot of debate on that topic mm. and, and this directly affects you sounds yeah, like <laughs> because like I never considered myself a twink because yeah. I'm so hairy. Okay. And but a lot of people are like, oh no, but you are such a twink. And I'm like, well, but n- some people say I'm not mm. because, uh, well, I think I'm too old to be a twink now. But I, like, of course, you know, <laughs> we all are. A, a decade ago, <laughs> yes, I'm. I would always be like, no, I'm like hairy. Mm. And they're like, some people will be like, it doesn't matter. And some people will be like, oh, that means you're not a twink. Oh. And I would just be like, oh, where do I fit in? Oh but yes. Newsflash, like these things aren't real. I know. So <laughs> <laughs> I can be whatever. Those I rules want. aren't real. Those rules aren't real. But they would become real if Cardi B made the statement once and for all and settled this for us. All right. So everyone tweet Cardi B and be like, (laughs) can you be can you let us know if you are Harry? Can you be a twink if you are Harry? All right. She also said, I said what I said. I'm not taking it back. You love to hide behind black female artist pictures in your Abbey and be the one saying the most disrespectful shit about women and dictating their moves and start wars between female artist fans always. Uh, someone said, y'all grown men complaining and crying over a Cardi B being on a feature. Grow up, please. She just responds, quote tweets, twinks. Twinks. <laughs> twinks, twinks, twinks. Well, uh, I mean, I guess that's that on that. Did you uh, have any additional news moments Not you want to really. talk about it's all at just, this moment? It's all just twinks, twinks, twinks. It's all just twinks, twinks, twinks. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more 2K Mats. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She was really mad because she had to turn the fan off. And she was it's, doing the fan during the break. It's hot in here. Okay. And I'm like, and I, I, I'm ready to go. It's just like. And she had to turn the fan off. I know. I Because of we want to make sure the sound is good for our people, but it still hurts my heart. You know, I'm very sensitive to temperature. Are you? I am, yes. I, I think I heard somewhere that redheads are actually the most sensitive to temperature. You always say this as if I do not have a sun allergy and do not break out in hives when the sun hits my skin. I get itchy when the sun hits my skin. Well, then I guess I mean I also don't go out in the sun. So <laughs> I guess we're in the same so boat. I, yeah, I'll never know. I, I'm I'm I have to be on set. I can't go out anywhere. <laughs> 
Um, so this is email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com. So we got oh two spell T W O F Y I. Uh, we got an email from Jordan. Jordan says Olivia Rodrigo and High School Musical the musical the series. <laughs> Hi Mats, I've recently succumbed to the peer pressure that is Olivia Rodrigo. Good I was for you. Oh, she was at Joe Biden's house. I know I saw that. Oh, that, <laughs> could, that? that could have been a news story. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was great. She we was support great. what she has to say. Yeah, she wanted us all to get vaccinated. Well, y'all to get vaccinated. We're vaccinated. Yeah, we're doing fine. Yeah, she's not talking to us. She's talking to y'all. Yeah. Um. Hi, Matt. I've recently succumbed to the peer pressure that is Olivia Rodrigo. I was hesitant at first as I wasn't interested in hearing some high schoolers whine about love and betrayal. Why not? <laughs> so I tried to avoid out of protest, but I eventually gave in this week, and I'm here to admit I was absolutely wrong. Olivia We've is a star there. in my opinion. And her album is such a breath of fresh air In the pop music landscape right now I even decided to fully indulge In my Olivia Rodrigo binge last weekend And check out High School Musical, the musical, the series And to my absolute surprise, the show is actually great I would describe it as Modern Family meets Glee meets High School Musical I'm a huge sucker for a movie musical With a good soundtrack And this 100% got me with the first season Second season is a little rough IMO Oh Anyways, curious if you guys have watched the show or have any thoughts. And it now seems clear that Olivia did not just appear from thin air with driver's license. She seemed to be a big Disney star with a lot of hit songs under her belt from the show. I get the sense that it was always in the Disney plan as she was going to be pushed as the next big Disney star. Check out her song, All I Want, which was given the single treatment in March 2020, that that this seemed like it was a push to make her... A name in the pop world As always Thank you for the weekly Podcast and content Thanks Jordan P.S. Check out the song Wondering from the show Excellent Very much Never enough The greatest showman Oh what a song that is Alright Matt Palmer You had Disney Plus For a couple weeks I did I did not watch the show Unfortunately But I did hear A song of hers That she wrote recently For the show I think called The Rose or something We're gonna talk about that Oh shit (laughs) Okay well That song is great yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I, um, when High School Musical the musical series came out, I surprisingly did not watch it because yeah. I am the biggest High School Musical trilogy stand you will ever meet on the planet. I think Kenny Ortega is an all tour, and these movies are all flawless, um, except for uh, when there was me and you. But <laughs> uh, uh, so I sort of put off like watching the series, and uh, me and my friend Arthur are actually. Uh, binging it together. Oh, wow. I didn't he's, know that. He's a huge fan of the show. And so we like, you know how like a, a year ago we would like binge season two of Smash together? Did you finish it? Yeah, we did. How was that? A, a million episodes long <laughs> and totally ridiculous. <laughs> the stakes were so low. It was great. I love it. Um, but so now we're like on to High School Musical, the musical, the series because he loves it so much and he's like, you have to see all of it. And so now we are on episode five, I believe. And I'm really enjoying it. It's really, really fun. Wow, okay. we're, we're kind of just like watching one episode a day because then we like watch an episode of Big Brother. Um, but, you know, I, I really enjoy the show. And he recently made me sit down and watch the newest song from the show called The Rose. Yes. Not to be mistaken with the Bette Midler classic, which is also <laughs> a great song. But listen to the. Do you know what the premise of The Rose is? Um, I, I I listened to it and I think I did at the time, but I've forgotten. It's ridiculous. Okay. Let me uh, explain it to you. Please. So in season two, the school musical is Beauty and the Beast. But uh, for some reason, her character like didn't wasn't able to go auditions or like didn't mm. want to audition or whatever. But then 
the cast list went up and then she like changed her mind and decided she wanted to be a part of the show. And so they were like, oh, you can be the Rose or something. This is how Arthur's describing okay. it to me. I might be describing it wrong. Or she like got, did stage crew and has to write a, a song for the show or whatever. Okay. Either way, yeah. this isn't important because the important thing is she decided to write or her character decided to write a song from the perspective of oh, the Rose. Oh my God. <laughs> In Beauty and the Beast. Literally the most ridiculous premise on the planet. Yes. And I was like, Arthur, this can't be serious. <laughs> this is so stupid. And he's like, listen. And he played me the video of her singing this goddamn Rose song. Yes. And I, we are all the Rose. We, we <laughs> are all the fucking Rose with our petals fucking wilting. Yes, we're all wilting. What a song. It's, it's a like, great song. Girl. She better write you better fucking write as right. a fucking flower. <laughs> I mean, she's got talent. What can you say? She's a talented young lady. I'm so happy that she's become such a huge thing. And, you know, that we were pretty on board early on. Yeah. You know, I'm happy for us. You yeah. know? Yeah. I feel like there are probably young artists who are going to blow up that we will not have known about. Uh, but I'm glad that we were on the Olivia train early yeah. enough. You In know? early 2021, we were like, we got to give the kids a chance. And that song was just doing such crazy numbers. And that, even though it did feel like at that time that she was coming out of nowhere, I did, when doing a little bit of research on her, realize that like, oh, she did have a song on the Hot 100 from the first season of mm. High School Musical, the musical, the series. So there, there was clearly something happened and that she had written it. And so it was like, oh, so maybe she's got more than, you know, she's more than just a vocal and a pretty face. She's the right hair. She's the right hair. She's the right hair. Um, so, yeah, Matt Steele, I have a question for you. Yes. What's been giving you moments, darling? Okay, so you know how um, like awkward moments in award shows really stress me out, especially yes. when announcing Best Picture? Yes. Um, so that happened again this week. When? So, so the past like two weeks, the the Cannes Film Festival was happening. Oh yeah, I heard something got standing ovation for nine minutes. I was like, literally, they all get standing ovations <laughs> for twenty five thousand minutes. I know, and I am all about like waving your film snob flag high, go for it. But like sometimes these standing ovations it's are too a little much. much. It's like it's okay, okay, yeah. let's let's like all get to the questions and like get out of here so we can watch the next movie. Um, but you know, I guess you know it's it's very prestigious. It's in, everyone's European. Yes. And so um so it's very exciting. Well, at the end of the film festival, uh they have the awards ceremony and the big award is called the Palme d'Or. Mm. And uh it's considered like one of the most prestigious prizes, you know, it's like the best picture of the film festival except it's, you know, not as commercial because it's, you know, the Cannes Film Festival, of course, you know, yeah. fancy and everything and you know, other countries are involved. And so <laughs> and so there is like the jury and the jury, I think, is led by Spike Lee this year. I okay. think he was like the president of the jury. I think that's what they're referred to as. And so at the end, they have their award ceremony and the jury's all sitting there in their, their fancy outfits and like this, like these risers or whatever. Mm. And so the host of the awards ceremony just, you know, they're starting the ceremony and she goes, Mr. Lee, could you please announce the first award? Well, Spike Lee, okay. I guess must have interpreted the first award not as oh the first award of the evening, but the first place award. Oh my! So he stands up in his like crazy colored suit, yeah, and it's just like the Palm Door goes to Titan, and the other jurors just 
are just like you see their their faces drop and they melt and they're just like no <laughs> so basically like the best picture award was just announced right at the was beginning. just announced right at the beginning by accident and the audience was just like iconic uh, <laughs> Iconic, I and, love it. And Spike Lee was just like, wait, wait, did I do it wrong? <laughs> and it's just like so genuine and hilarious. And it's just such a complete mess. At least he didn't announce the wrong, you know, movie to yeah, win absolutely. that award. That is, you know? that is, and, and it's the fact that, you know, it's, there's such prestige, prestige behind the Cannes yeah. Film Festival that that's what like makes it funny <laughs> to me more so than like stressful. Yeah. Um, uh, so it was hilarious. I like watched it over and over again for like twenty minutes yesterday. Have you, have you brought yourself to watch the Lala no. and Moonlight thing again? I will again? never watch that. That is Matthew. Too why is that funny and that stressful? I I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I think because like I was prepared for this because yeah. I read what happened before I watched right. it. Right. And also like it's the Cam Film Festival. It's like <laughs> it's it's just so funny to see this like very you know prestigious award just and, and they're just like eh. We're human, you know. <laughs> Made a mistake, but it's very cool. Uh, it's uh, I forget the director's name, but it's the when the movie wins the Palm d'Or, the award goes to the director, mm. and it is just it is the second movie directed by a woman to win the Palm d'Or. Oh wow, d'or, so. that's amazing! Uh, and the first time it was a tie, it was a Jane Campion for the piano, mm. and, but she tied with someone. But this is the first solo female win. All right, um, so that was very cool. I, I should check out Titania. I believe it's is it French? I forget. I totally forget where it's from, but. Yeah, it was it was just a big old mess. It reminded me of uh, did you ever see in the for the Golden Globes when Elizabeth Taylor presented Best Picture? No. Oh, you. Need what year to watch was that? that? It was two thousand one okay. for the two thousand uh, award season, and she is supposed to announce Best Picture drama, and instead of listing the nominees, she just opens she just starts opening the envelope and she's just like plastered and so she just starts opening the envelope and she just goes the best picture is and everyone in the audience is just like no no (laughs) and she's like i what she's like i don't open this oh my god it's a whole or it's adorable it's so much fun and it takes a couple minutes to like get through because she's like having trouble reading the prompter and everything and then at the end she opens it up finally and she's like gladiator (laughs) It's great. All right. I, I love, love it. I, I love a good messy moment when I'm emotionally prepared to watch hey, it. Hey, I understand about emotional preparation. I get that very yes, much. Yes, <laughs> Um, Well, for me, I didn't consume too much media this week, but I just wanted to give a quick shout out to a great song on Willow Smith's new album called Grow. Featuring Avril Lavigne. I saw them performing live. I heard that they performed it live. I mean, it was overshadowed, I believe, by when Willow Smith was performing a rock version of What My Hair and shaved her head on stage. I did not <laughs> fucking see this. She, I know she did that at the same performance. All I saw was her with Avril. Yeah. I want to see the shaved head. You got to see the shaved head. Give, that's like, give her an Oscar. So Anne Hathaway did. She, Record me shaving my honestly, head. Honestly, she's going for it. She's going. She's just, I'm just so excited about it. And I haven't gotten into the album, but I've heard good things. I love the Avril song already. I just love that the sound is coming back. I keep saying it about mm. Olivia Rodrigo and the fact that Willow is taking up the mantle that her mom, you know, had because she was in that rock band that I think opened for Britney Spears on a few dates of her Onyx Hotel tour I want to say um and so the fact that Willow is you know you know carrying the torch it's beautiful it's wonderful we need more pop rock queens out in the world and I'm glad that she's you know at the forefront of a new trend that obviously has happened before but I'm excited to see that but again (laughs) a new old trend exactly I mean that's aren't all the trends new old trends at this point they genuinely are everything's been done and I love how she's just like paying homage to Avril and just being like Avril exactly I also love that like is 
are we old enough that Avril's like the Stevie Nicks of when we were young? It's like, I'm bringing this elder back to the <laughs> forefront. I'm bringing the legend. The legend. You all thought she was dead, but, but she's not. She rises again. She, she's old. She's in her 40s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think she's in her 40s. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Holy shit. I I'm guess look she's that up. not. I don't think she is. Well, guess what? Why? I watched that performance and I was like, Avril sounds good. Good. She sounds great. She sounds she great, sounds and she, like looks she, great. she looks great. Because well, I was like, oh, she's in her forties, but I guess she's in her thirties. <laughs> no, she's not in her forties. She is thirty-six. Oh no! <laughs> I can't believe you put her in her thirty in her forties. Like, girl, when we went, she was just a little older than us when she came out. I had no idea she was that young she when she. Was came. I thought she was like in her twenties no. when she came out. She was like fifteen. No, she 15, was not 16. fucking fifteen. Yeah. I really guess she was. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. I know. That changes everything. That changes everything. She's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, I can't believe she wrote that album. I mean. Well, okay. Co- I can't yeah. she, <laughs> she and the Matrix, she album. did. She was at the center of that album. I can't, I can't believe she was 15. Yes. That's so crazy. It's I so know. interesting because I, I didn't know enough about her back then. But yeah, I totally thought she was in her 20s. But like, I guess if I didn't know that Britney Spears was like 16 when right. she came out and I was just looking back on like it now assume. with no knowledge, I would just be like, oh, she's in her 20s. Mm-mm. Man. I know. And just now like pop stars come out and it's just like, we are nine. <laughs> <laughs> we are as young as humanly yes. possible. Yes. But back then they were just like, no, we have to make them look like adults. Yes. And you know, they're, they're still fun and, and cool. And I mean, Avril, they kind of, she was in the, I mean, I, I know how many music videos you were watching of Avril Lavigne at the time, but she was running around that mall and like her skater gear. In a high school though? Yeah. I mean, she, she I don't think she was in a, a she wasn't in a high school, but like she was like I felt like she was just outside of Hot Topic skating around. Yeah, but you like, know, twenty year olds were doing that too. It was very clear to me that she was young when okay. I was watching. Her. You were also like watching. I was plugged the in. MTVs. I was. This was, I, was. I guess, pre Jackass because you were watching MTV religiously. I mean, I was so probably watching it until Jackass, and I grumbled to myself, "I don't want Avril." But like so. the Jackass image was kind of Avrily. True, but she wasn't stapling her butt together. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the difference. <laughs> I remember when Jackass turned over into Bam Margera had like a, a reality yes. show about like his family. Yes. And I was just like, I don't know why we need this. <laughs> and he but is not in the new Jackass things because I think they tried to, why do I know this? They tried to intervene on him and he wouldn't go. Yeah, I know there was like an issue. There's an issue. Like with that whole shabacle. Yes. Button, you know. Can I just make up a word, shabacle? Sure, we'll go with shabacle. This <laughs> is <It's, it's laughs> debacle and uh, shabam. Oh. All right. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> new word created here. I mean, that's what we're doing. We're creating new words. We're revisiting elders like Avril Lavigne. <laughs> we're, we're getting inspired yes. by the old to create the new. Exactly. Yeah. We are uh, like how Olivia Rodrigo was inspired by, uh, I guess, Taylor Swift's bridge in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool Summer. I can't wait till Avril sues the pants off Willow Smith and gets every writing credit. So thank you for inviting me to perform with you. I'm suing you. I'd like part of all your publishing because you were inspired <laughs> by me. <laughs> I didn't shave my head, but I thought about it. I thought maybe Brittany will come for her. <laughs> oh, true. I mean, I mean <laughs> she, was, a point. she was doing it at the time. Um, okay, so I guess we should wrap it up. We should wrap it this up. This has been guys. so lovely. Yeah, it's time to turn that fan back on because I'm feeling. I the told heat you now. it was hot. See, you were talking shit about me being hot, and I'm hot. Turn it on. Let the people hear it. All right, guys, hear this fan. You know what it means? 
means it's time to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more 2K Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.